Welcome to the Solarize podcast from creator, founder, and author Spencer Burke, where we have candid conversations with spiritual innovators, visionaries, change makers, creatives from the edge. These are the people that serve as our scouts and outlooks. The voice is calling for a more humane future, one we desire and are working toward. Both the beauty of New Horizons and the difficulties of taking risks will pepper all of our interviews. Welcome to the Solarize Files podcast. I am Matt Kinzera. Excited again to be here with, of course, Spencer Burke. And we have a special guest today, Spencer, the founder of New Wine Collective, Eugene Kim. So welcome everyone to the podcast. Eugene, why don't we just fire it off by introducing you to everyone. So share a little bit about who you are and also share a little bit about New Wine Collective. Uh, I'm Eugene and I've been a pastor for over 25 years. Uh, in 2020, I left my role as a pastor in kind of a traditional church model. Uh, and I started a nonprofit called New Wine Collective. And I would say our work is basically ecclesiology. We're trying to reimagine what church is and how we do it from the ground up. A large part of that work is to consider how technology might play a role in future forms of church. And so we're also in this experiment of trying to develop an online tool that facilitates conversation and spiritual community. So that's what I've been doing for the past almost two years now. I do a little lab in a Methodist church. That's where we did Solarize. And basically, we're finding after the pandemic that only about 50% of the people are coming back. And so a tool like this is so important. Many have kind of done the you know, online video stuff. But there are different types of congregations that we're finding. Like we literally are inviting people to volunteer to help organize our food drive, but they could be in London. It doesn't matter. It's all through email or whatever. And so I love this idea and it's time has come. Yeah. And Spencer, it fits so well too, with what Solarize stands for in a lot of ways. And you had, you had alluded to this Spencer, but churches have for years and years and years, showed their services online and kind of created a little bit of a global reach that way. But that's not what we're talking about here. So Eugene, why don't you give us a little bit more of the details of what it is that you, because you're in the early stages of this. So share a little bit about just some of your dreams or thoughts around what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, thank you. I think we're, what we're trying to do is reimagine church to be centered more around relationships and face-to-face connection rather than just around content. Uh, if you think about much of what we do in churches, a lot of it is based on content. It's kind of content delivery system, you know, all in different forms and shapes and sizes. What we're trying to do is kind of get back to a very simple, basic, essential model of church where people are gathering in living rooms and dinner tables. You know, a lot of people are exploring sort of house church and micro church models these days. We think that there's a way that technology can remove friction and help people facilitate healthy spiritual community and conversation. Basically, the whole point is anyone should be able to do church anywhere. And we think technology can sort of unleash that power, empower people to create spiritual community wherever they are. It's almost the democratization, as you've kind of said on your white paper, you know, it's like it's had an effect on all of our lives, whether it's Uber or, you know, wherever it might be, 
And, you know, there's probably a number of people who have great gifts, even professionals that might need to be retooled to understand how do we engage in person, in location conversations. And so I noticed that you were even talking about not only the people getting together, but even professionals rethinking their idea of their role and how they engage and maybe a tool of connecting them with community and congregation. We've just had such disruption. It just this disruption in the industry, yeah, as I well think- as people's desire who have not found a church, not found a community. You know, Brian McLaren talks about in the Great Migration that people are still doing it. They're just not in the places that we think they should be, quote unquote, in quote churches. But uh, you're you're actually trying to create a place and a tool for them to to really find each other. Yeah, Eugene, what is what is the solution that you're trying to give kind of this global community? Because I, I've been a part of a lot of small groups of people meeting at houses. And I guess mm-hmm. if there's a if there's a negative to it, they almost never have any longevity. And mm-hmm. my understanding mm-hmm. a little bit, I guess, and correct me if I'm wrong with New Wine Collective, is this gives a little bit of assistance to actually give that that small group of people meeting in a home somewhere some tools to really encourage them to be in it for a little bit more of the long haul. That's right. If you think about it, you know, churches are largely just social containers uh, and they operate under a certain set of rules of engagement. Who gets to talk? Who doesn't? You know, where do you sit? Who, you know, how do you spend your money? What do you do? Uh, what are the times and places that you gather together? And that's really one of the huge benefits of being part of a traditional congregation is creates that social container for connection uh, and community, right? Um, what we're trying to do and what we've been doing is try to understand as well as we can what makes group interaction actually work. What makes it healthy? Um, what are the essential ingredients to making a, a small community healthy and make it a rich you know, place for people to exercise their gifts? And so what we're imagining is an online tool that facilitates conversation, that provides support and structure for even forming a group. You know, most people like they want community and they want spirituality in an open and mutual environment, but how do you do it? It's kind of awkward and, you know, it's really hard to sort of put that together. And so uh, I think an online tool can basically provide the structure for people to be able to gather together and figure out what their purpose is, what are their group agreements, uh, when and where they're going to meet. There's a bunch of like annoying things about gathering that I feel like technology can automate, you know, scheduling and uh, rotating roles, uh, that sort of thing. And then when you're in the meeting you know, together, I think there are tools that can provide the group with the ability to uh, make conversation equitable and you know, distribute talking time and for people to take turns in leadership and speaking um, and hopefully connect to a very broad and diverse library uh, network of resources. Um, so no longer just listening to one person every single week, but giving groups the ability to self-curate and figure out what they need for their spiritual journey uh, and connect them with all the resources that are already out there. And so the model is just based on empowering groups and equipping them to essentially be a spiritual community. And um, yeah, hopefully they can find life and you know practice love, empathy, and compassion it's something that's definitely still developing, but that's the uh, essential idea. 
Now, you were on the early stages of developing this and had your white paper and such. And, and then uh, SolarEyes had this startup pitch. Uh, and you participated in it. And it was wonderful to see even your project develop as the pitch was going and to get some feedback and insight from others. Uh, and of course, you were uh, one of the quote award winners, you know, and uh, we tend not to try to say, oh, here's the best project. Or is this what, what we said is how can we bring community to the projects? the gifts and talents of the people who are supporting this. Um, and so maybe you could share a little bit on the after uh, a winning. How has that uh, developed? Because there might be some other people who are listening now. They're going like, uh, that's crazy. I've got an idea like that. Well, Solarize mm -hmm. might give a platform to them. If you could give a little bit of your experience with that. Yeah. Basically, the way it worked, you know, we're invited to upload a pitch video and uh, it took me a long time to do. Uh, I must have uploaded maybe like five or six versions. And hope I'm, every time, time I upload a new one, I hope people didn't watch the previous one. But I got it up. And so, yeah, I had the honor and privilege of, I guess, being one of the recipients, uh, prize winners. And so uh, I got connected to two organizations. One uh, was Ideation, uh, led by Charles Lee. And um, Charles Lee and I and our, our team were able to connect with him, and he was able to offer uh, basically some pro bono consulting, uh, strategy consulting, uh, which was absolutely helpful, really set us off into some new thinking and new directions um, that we are still kind of wrestling through today. Um, the second organization we got connected with was Glean Network, uh, led by Rabbi Elon Babchuk. So it's kind of like a, a spiritual, social entrepreneurship incubator. And so I am participating in their START program, which is basically a, a spiritual entrepreneurship incubator. It's a 10 or 12, I forget how many weeks, uh, week course um, where the kind of deliverable at the end is to develop a business plan, a pitch deck uh, for your venture. And so I'd say the huge benefit from participating in this pitch, quote unquote, contest is really the connections, the networking, uh, and the relationships that I've been able to, um, to form. Um, and so it's actually been huge. And I'm still a part of that program right now. It's been hugely helpful. If people don't know who those two are, those people that uh, Eugene had just mentioned, Boy, that is that is quite a resource to have at your fingertips to be able to have those couple of gentlemen uh, helping you out in this process. That's that's not something that you just stumble upon. Um, mm -hmm. So it's wonderful that that you know more than anything that those connections to to people, uh, those couple in particular, Spencer and others, you know, just how helpful that is to you know be mentored, be encouraged by people who have some knowledge base that in, in your space specifically, are, it's so, so perfect for what you're trying to do. You know, Charles with his understanding of technology and Elon with his understanding of, you know, kind of community building. It's just, in my mind, two of the most perfect people you could be, you know, having by your side along this journey. And not only am I participating in the class, but I get to be coached by Elon. Um, and so he and I meet and, you know, he's already been so helpful in just kind of refining the concept and figuring it, helping strategize what the next steps are. I think the power of it is that in, in the traditional 
you know, idea, you'd be trying to beat somebody out, your competitive edge, you know, but really within our humane spirituality, you know, idea, it's like, no, no, how can we help each other out? You know, how can we really uh, find ways to encourage and expose and, and, uh, and I think the thing that's going to happen over the next couple of years, they're just like Elon has a, a Glean alumni network. You know what I mean? There may be a little bit of a Solarize uh, startup alumni network, however, and they're not mutually exclusive. We're all working together. I'm thinking of Danielle, Schwer, who's also helped with uh, InnoFaith. And that was amazing what she had done with the Inheritance Project. In fact, I hope we could get them on the program as well, because there is something about typical events where you come and just soak up, you know, and that's what I think I heard you say about the app. It's like church has been soak it up, soak it up. You know what I mean? But here it really is community where you ask, what is it that you can, uh, you know, add? What is it that your voice uh, that has been missing for so long? And I think also the other kind of little bit of the feeling or ethos of Solarize has always been to try to find the voices, the projects, the speakers, the resources that people will be talking about 10 years from now. Again, it's for spiritual innovators or change makers, or we don't know, we don't have a handle on that language, but it, it's the people who are kind of doing something before others are doing it. Uh, and to meet other people like that, you know, you go like, I guess I'm not the only crazy one out there. And I think your church also, your community, was one that picked up on the prototype of a village as well. Like, we just threw it up on the post-it note and said, well, what if we did? <laughs> and uh, you you took a hold on that as well. And maybe for some people who are, uh, you know, just seeing the podcast for the first time or they've stumbled across the website and said, I wonder what is it, it you know, I can't travel or people can't travel. We have no clue what's going to happen October, 2022. I mean, what the heck? You know what I mean? And so maybe nobody's traveling then, but, but we'll have some kind of experiences for people to do in their own local community that I think hit on the basis of what you're talking about in what you th you're proposing church can be. The Solarize Podcast is brought to you today by our partners at the Igniting Imagination Podcast. Igniting Imagination is a podcast to spark the spirit within you from Wesleyan Investive and Texas Methodist Foundation. They believe every moment for change starts with conversation. They hope the conversations in these episodes might invite you into new perspectives and possibilities, inspire you with an idea, give you insight about your next faithful step, and further equip you to engage in the conversations in your context that can lead to deep change. This season, they are sharing conversations about the five adaptive muscles the church must strengthen to be fit, agile, and ready for God's now. For more information, visit their website at www.wesleyaninvestive.org forward slash igniting dash imagination dash podcast. I didn't even know spiritual innovation was a thing. I didn't like I, I spent most of my life and my ministry career inside the institution. And of course, institutions are designed to maintain the status quo, not challenge it. And so stepping outside of the organized church and realizing, um, first of all, feeling very alone. And then second, realizing, wow, there are people out here in the wilderness, so to speak, trying to figure out uncharted territory. Uh, so that was hugely encouraging to me. And that was one of the big reasons why I just jumped on board with Solarize. 
uh, when I got introduced to you, Spencer, and learned about what you're trying to do, I was like, yes, this is, this is where I want to be. This is the conversation I want to be a part of. And so, yes, uh, one of the things that really resonated with me was the relational aspect of Solarize, that it wasn't just going to be a bunch of talks that are just one way, but it was designed for interaction. Of course, in the middle of a pandemic, nobody knew if people are going to show up somewhere. So, you know, you described it as this hybrid conference. And like, of course, nobody knows what that is. So I commend you, Spencer, for just like blazing a trail here and trying to do something that's so difficult to define in the first place. So um, there was the invitation to form a village and a village being sort of like a local gathering, but still participating in the larger hybrid conference. And I'll admit, I had a hard time explaining it to people at first. (laughs) Nobody understood what this was. And, you know, I got to explain it. There's a Whova app, like what's a Whova? How do you, how do you Whova? And, you know, it was, it was really hard to explain, but, you know, when I explained like, well, we're going to have a gathering, it's a gathering, right. And uh, we're going to participate in this hybrid conference, but we're going to get together in person. And so on the Saturday of the conference, we gathered uh, about 15 people from all over. People came from out of state and it was beautiful setting. We had amazing food, but you know, it was the first time gathering in person for a lot of us. And so it was just amazing. It, it was like really rich. Of course, we tried to participate as, as well as any of us could on the Whova app. But when we got together, we were able to just uh, share and debrief around some of the main sessions that had happened. Uh, we had an awesome discussion around the concept of humane spirituality. But the main thing was that we had all these different people uh, facilitating different parts of the day. We were taking turns. Uh, we were hearing different voices. There was also, because Solarize is such a big tent, um, it was such a diverse gathering of people from all over the world. Our gathering itself sort of felt that way as well. There was no nothing to defend, no hidden agenda. We're not trying to like be right or convince anybody of our opinion. Uh, we could just show up as our as our whole uh, whole selves. And so we ended the day by reflecting on the current state of church and spirituality, uh, at least in our country, in the U.S., and then just sharing our hopes and dreams uh, for the future of the church and trying to, you know, just imagine what is the picture of spiritual community um, that we dream of. And so it was just a really rich time, super grateful to have this sort of container to get this excuse to gather people together for conversation. If you just throw an idea out, then people can take it where it needs to be. As soon as you say, here's the manual that goes with it, I think we lose all the beauty of the diversity and experience and expression. And so, you know, we, our thoughts were, oh, everybody just sit around a, you know, a little uh, monitor and watch for three days. It's like, we found that almost every village took one day, you know, Saturday when everybody could be there and connected with it. But during the month ahead of time, some people even connected beforehand or so, there is this sense of not saying, hey, wait, you have to do it our way. 
What we're trying to say is, how can we be of service to you? How can you create an event that works well for you? Because like you said, some people will reflect what the overall program of Solarize is, which is extremely diverse, multiple faith communities, in fact, non-faith communities, but definitely have this desire to integrate some kind of humanity into this world with humane dignity or humane spirituality. Um, but others said, no, we're going to pick these three speakers. They align with who we are and where we're at, and they're tracking on the idea of finances. So we're going to do this or another one on innovation or another one on, you know, arts, you know, like, I don't know how it might happen, but I love hearing the stories of those who took the chance. And thank you so much for you and your community for taking a chance on it and sharing that story. I, I'm very excited to see what might come out of this, even this next year as we move forward with it. Thank you, Spencer. I mean, it was, it was a really rich opportunity, like you said, not to be given a playbook or a manual, but being invited to self-organize and actually exercise our own agency and creativity around it. So I gathered a friend, maybe two, and we put our heads together and figured out like, okay, what's going to work for us? And how do we want to use the time? Uh, so then it became a like a smaller conversation as part of the bigger conversation. So I feel like the success of Solarize really is just creating this space for curiosity and conversation and collaboration. It's not like, here's the right answer. It's what are you resonating with? What are you hearing? And you know, what do you have to share with me? And I feel like that's like totally modeled by you, Spencer, from, from the very beginning. Every single time I talk to Spencer, he's always like, oh, look forward to learning from you. I'm like, what? You just met me. Why would you? <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, so I just really appreciate that. Eugene, if people want to keep in contact with you, keep watching New Wine Collective unfold, how can they, uh, how can they do that? Our, our website, newwinecollective.org, people can look us up and learn more about us there. Uh, I'm also pretty easy to find on, uh, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. I do my best. I'm not very good at social media, um, but we're there if you look for us, New Wine Collective. I don't want to miss out on the opportunity. You are a startup. And I want people to not just read about it. I want people to look and see, to participate in some form or fashion. I know you're in the early stages of developing it, but I would encourage people not to just like or follow or whatever, but really actually say, what is it, what is it that I could find out here? Where might this go for me? You might find that there's somebody listening right now that's going, wait a minute, I want to know more. You know what I mean? So I think even if they connect with you, email, you know, they could be some beta testers down the road. They could be people who would give you insights and wisdom. And quite honestly, as we kind of know with the Lean Faith Canvas, there are some people who have tried this. And right now in their mind, they're going, oh, I already tried that. You are invaluable as an early innovator. And it's the things that you have learned that haven't worked could really help Eugene. You might not have cracked the code yet, but if you guys put your heads together, there is a need for this right now. So I encourage people to not just kind of think, oh, yeah, I'll go ahead and just be, you know, uh, nice and click whatever. It's like there are a few out there right now. They're listening. Just like when you and I connected, Eugene, we go, really? I, I didn't think there was anything else out there like this. And I just hope that you take the courage and encouragement to really reach out to Eugene and just to see where this heads. I, I cannot wait to, to hear the path forward. 
Well, thank you, Eugene, for being on the podcast. Great to see you as well, Spencer, as always. And thank you for everyone for listening. And we will see you next time. Make sure you support the Solarize podcast by subscribing to it, giving it a five-star rating, and write a review.